Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center. That's in Random Lake, Wisconsin. You can see that uh, I have a different setup here today. I am at church. Um, part of the reason why I haven't been recording at church is one, uh, eight o'clock. Uh, you know, it's pretty early. So, and then we were also on COVID-19. We were isolating at home. Um, I'd like to record here at church. It has its share of challenges. Uh, number one is the quality of the internet connection here is very poor. Uh, I've spent a good deal of time, actually pretty much my entire uh, ministry here, trying to um, find a better way. Uh, still working on that. And uh, so if the uh, video gets a little glitchy, that's okay. That's just part of the deal. Hopefully the audio will stay uh, high quality for you so that you can hear. All right. And uh, part of the other problem was that I didn't have the technology here to do it. And so I've been working on improving that as well. Um, part of then the challenge will be that uh, I actually have to drive <laughs> to get to church. Um, we live in town and church is out in the country. So um, I'm looking at actually doing these a little bit later in the morning. Um, I settled on nine o'clock today. I might be able to do 8.30 consistently. We'll see. Uh, but I'd like to be consistent in that time. So um, perhaps 9 o'clock, especially as we're getting closer to the school year, will work better. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's say our memory verse together. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18. We say our psalm for this week. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant, who trusts in you, you are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble I call upon you for you answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me, 
You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seek my life, and they do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your servant, give your strength to your servant, and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor, that those who hate me may see and be put to shame, because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today is from Isaiah chapter 35. The wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice, even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellence of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with recompense of your God. Of God, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. There ends the reading. And our reading for catechesis is from Matthew chapter 13. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age, of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. 
Again, the kingdom of heaven is like the like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price went and sold all that he had and bought it. There ends our reading. All right, so some catechesis on this text. Uh, what did Jesus do with the multitude? There in verse 36, you see, he sent them away and went into a house. What did his disciples ask of him? To explain the parable of the tares of the field, which we heard yesterday in our catechesis. Now, um, this is always helpful, of course, when Jesus explains explicitly uh, the meaning of the parable. It's not given to us then um, to make up meanings. Uh, he makes it quite clear for us. Who sows the good seed? The Son of Man, right? That's Jesus himself. And what is the field where he sows his seed? That is the world, right? You see that in verse 38. Uh, who are the good seeds that he sows? the sons of the kingdom. And who are the tares then? The sons of the wicked one. Uh, Who is the enemy? Uh, It's quite explicit there. The devil, right? The deceiver. And what is the harvest? The harvest is the end of the age, right? Who are the reapers? Who are the ones who gather? The angels, right? So what happens then at the end of the age? You see this in verse 41. The Son of Man will send out his angels. They will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness and cast them into the furnace of fire. Right? Um, So we heard that yesterday, gathering them on the last day um, into bundles and burning them, right? How is this, or how is the experience then described? There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's a grinding of teeth, I suppose. Now, what does Jesus say then about the good seeds? That is, the sons of the kingdom. Yeah, they are the righteous who will shine forth as the sun um, in the kingdom of their father. I think that's a reference uh, to Daniel, right? Uh, Where they will shine like the stars of the heaven. To what then does Jesus compare Um, the kingdom of heaven again, in verse 44. Another parable. Here, a treasure hidden in the field. Again, what might the field be? I think we used the last parable to interpret this one. Yeah, the world. And what does Jesus tell us about the treasure that is hidden in the world? The man went uh, and found it um, and hid it, right? So, what is the treasure that is hidden in the world? I'd suggest it's the church. It's the church. Uh, in the world, but not of the world, right? What, then, what did, then did he do, this man? He went and sold all that he had to buy the field. All right, we'll talk about that in our meditation. Okay, and now a third parable of the kingdom. What else is the kingdom of heaven compared to? A merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Now, who might the merchant be? 
I would say it's the Father in heaven. And what is the pearl that he seeks? Again, the church. These are parables of the kingdom, so they're parables of the church. What did the merchant then do? When he finds that pearl of great price, that is the church, he went and again sold all that he had to buy it. So what's the connection then, both between the parable in verse 44 and that in 45, the parable of the treasure and the parable of the pearl? In both, the man sells all that he has to go and buy it. All right. So, some meditation on this text. The Son of Man, who is himself the promised seed, sows the seed of his word in the world and then raises up sons of the kingdom who live by faith in him. Though he had laid down his life for the entire field, that is the world, the evil one also sows his own words of deception and raises up a crop of sons who attempt to choke out the good seeds. The two sets of sons grow side by side until the day of judgment, when the Lord makes clear who his own seeds are. Now the treasure and the pearl remind us that he has purchased the field of the world with the great price of his own blood, so that he might redeem his own bride, the church. The church is hidden in the world, the good seed growing among the tares. Our Lord regards his church as the pearl that will be revealed on the last day. All right, there ends our reading. One thing I'd like to change here, and I'm just going to do it quickly uh, while I'm thinking about it, is I'd like to actually sing the hymn at the end. So we're going to switch the order up here a little bit. So let me put that here at the end. All right, very good. So uh, our catechism reading for today, or for this week, I should say rather, is the Office of the Keys. What is the Office of the Keys? The Office of the Keys is that special authority which Christ has given to his church on earth to forgive the sins of repentant sinners, but to withhold forgiveness from the unrepentant as long as they do not repent. Where is this written? This is what St. John the Evangelist writes in chapter 20. The Lord Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. What do you believe according to these words? I believe that when the called ministers of Christ deal with us by his divine command, in particular when they exclude openly unrepentant sinners from the Christian congregation and absolve those who repent of their sins and want to do better, this is just as valid and certain even in heaven as if Christ our dear Lord dealt with us himself. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, you gave the gift of the Holy Spirit to your disciples and promised that if they forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven, and if they do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Grant us to believe your promise, so that we receive the ministry of our pastors in repentant faith, and with the confidence that they are speaking on your behalf and for the sake of our soul's salvation. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of the office of the Holy Ministry. Give faithfulness to my pastor as he calls me to repentance and faith in your Son. Strengthen me to believe that when my pastor deals with me by Christ's divine command, whether he excludes me from the Lord's Supper for a time in order to call me to repentance, 
or absolves me when by the grace of God I repent of my sins and want to do better, that this is just as valid and certain even in heaven as if Christ, my dear Lord, dealt with me himself. Through the same Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Amen. We pray today for marriage and family, that husbands and wives, parents and children, live in ordered harmony according to the word of God, for parents who must rear their children alone, for our communities and neighborhoods. We pray for our first responders, doctors, nurses, and all who work in nursing homes and hospitals. We pray for an end to anxious thoughts and constant worry, for deliverance from pestilence, sedition, rebellion. Pray for our military personnel. We pray in thanksgiving for those who celebrate today their birthday, especially Doug Winter, those who celebrate their baptism today, Jean Vetter. We pray in thanksgiving for the gift of healing to Barbara Kahn. We also pray in thanksgiving for the years of service given to us here at St. John by our teacher and administrator, Cassie Makla, who is entering a new field of service. We pray in th- um, for those who have requested healing, especially Marcella, Jan, David, Carol, Brad, Janet, Carol, and Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, and Aaron. We pray for those who are grieving, especially Ruth McKenna at the death of her sister, those who are isolated at home or in nursing homes, Willis and Janice, Mickey and Bev. We pray for our missionaries, the Federowitz family. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray the collect for this week. O God, you have prepared for those who love you good things that surpass all understanding. Pour into our hearts such love toward you that we, loving you above all things, may obtain your promises which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously, or that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, yeah, let's conclude with our hymn today. Oh,
themselves, the world forsake. Obey my call and guide it. Obey the cross, whate'er be tied. Take my example for your guide. I am the light, I light the way. A godly life displaying, I bid you walk as in the day. I keep your feet from straying, I am the way, and well I show how you must so journey. soul with love is glowing, and gracious words my lips express, with meekness overflowing. To my mind, my strength, my all, to God I yield on Him I Your soul salvation, your heart from every guile to free, from sin and its temptation. I am the refuge of your soul and lead you to your heavenly goal. Let us follow Christ our Lord, and take the cross appointed, and firmly clinging to his word, in suffering be undaunted. For those who bear a battle strain, crown of heavenly life obtain. All right, I thank you for joining us here today for our congregation at prayer. Uh, I'd like singing the hymn at the end. I think maybe we'll do that uh, moving forward for a little bit. Uh, again, just to note, uh, recording here at church, which means I have uh, a much weaker internet connection. Uh, it's one of the things we actually budgeted to try to improve um, this connection. Just to give you an idea, though, uh, the costs involved, our current connection is $130 a month, and it is roughly um, about a tenth the speed of my connection at home that I get for about half that cost. Um, just two miles away. So being a rural um, church, it's a little bit difficult. Plus, it's not as high a quality connection. Um, I'm watching the bit rate, uh, that is the, the amount of speed it's able to send, and it's going anywhere from 70 to 1500, 700 to 1500. Um, at home, I would run about 4000, <laughs> just to give you a parallel. Um, so we're going to try to improve that connection, but in order to do so, 
Um, it's $260 a month. And that's the only connection available to us here uh, in rural Sherman Center uh, at this point. So a lot of work uh, I've been spending to try to improve our infrastructure physically with wires and whatnot. Um, and just nothing's cost effective. So bear with us as continue to uh, struggle to improve the connection here. Uh, but hopefully you heard me just fine if the audio, or excuse me, if the video was a little glitchy, that's the reason why. Um, and the other reason why I'm recording here at church is that I'm going to be improving uh, my office space at home where we have been recording. And uh, so I need to actually take down everything and take everything out of the room because I'm replacing the carpet with uh, hard flooring. And then I'm uh, going to have to do some painting in there. So uh, I'll be out of that office space for a, probably for quite a while. So we'll be recording from here. So uh, again, uh, leave comments in the in the below. I don't know that we'll be able to do 8 a.m. Uh, just because I need to get in here to church. I can't record quickly or get up to speed quickly. Um, maybe 8.30, although it looks like there's a conflict at 8.30 with Pastor Brown, who's my friend and coffee customer. Um, um, nine o'clock is probably more likely and can I can be consistent with that. So uh, let's look for that again tomorrow. So Lord be with you all. Uh, keep you safe and uh, secure today on this rainy day. And uh, we'll be with you again tomorrow.